Ara ne meka sharat mina kholat hadiki mamitim shabdaranu kholat hadiki mamitim shokhne afakh. Kelo shema shar ba'aratem abkhal rabenu akadosh tadik sadolam. Nakhan nova meko khokhma rabenu nakhman fegi men simcha. Na nakh nakhma nakhman ayuman zakhotot agen alenu al kol israel amen. So ba'uch Hashem today we're going to do Torah yutet of the Gute Marantiniana. A very very practical and very important Torah. Rabbeinu teaches us that the essential purpose of everything and the perfect thing is what? To serve Hashem with wholesomeness, complete wholesomeness. To serve Hashem in simplicity. To be tam, to be simple. To be wholesome. Without any sophistications or wisdoms at all. Because there are philosophers, investigators, People who do lots of analysis, and those people say that the essential purpose um, of everything, and that the world to come, um, that the essential main thing of the world to come is what to know something, or every single thing the way it is, meaning to know the depth of each and every single thing, whether it's uh, an object or whether it's a matter or an idea. That's what they say the purpose is. For example, to know this sort of star the way it is. To know its essence. Why it's standing in the place that it stands. These, this is what these um, analysts say. These philosophers say. That this is the essential world to come. is that, To know every single thing the way it is. To know the essence of that object. Why, where, who, how, whatever it is. Because Rabbeinu teaches us three types of things. There's the maskil, the one who knows something, the knower, umuskal, the known object, the, that thing which is known, vesechel, and the knowledge itself. Danu akocha maskil, meaning the ability of the knower, vesechel beatmo, the intellect itself, vadavar muskal, and the known object. That's what Rabban was saying are the three types of aspects of sechel. There's the person who knows it, there is what is being known, and there is the knowledge itself. And for these philosophers, this is their. Oh, this is the eternal purpose for them. This is their world to come. So that the, the knower, the known, and the knowledge becomes all one. And they spend all their days in this world to investigate the necessary truths and to try to attain these muskalot, um, the, these known objects. In order to attain everything that there is to know about something, this is their purpose. And this is in itself the world to come according to their knowledge. It's just that in this world, when you're enclosed in a body and you're garbed in a body, that they have no pleasure from this analysis. And what they believe is that in this world, because we're, we are in part of this physical body, in this physical world, you don't have that much pleasure from this analysis. But in the world to come, that they will be stripped from their physical body. They will have tremendous pleasure from this. And this is what they believe the world to come is. According to their evil knowledge, Rabbi says, 
their essential attaining or perception of this world to come and this purpose is through analysis and wisdoms, foreign wisdoms, their foreign wisdoms. But the truth is by us, the Jewish people, the essential perception of the world to come and the purpose of everything is what? The only way to attain that purpose is through emunah, mitzvot, through the commandments, and through acting upon the commandments. Through faith and through acting upon the commandments. To serve God according to the Torah in simplicity and wholesomeness. And through this in itself, you merit what you merit. You merit that which the eye has not seen, which is um, Eden, the world to come, etc. Chapter 111. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. That the main genesis and the preface to wisdom is only the fear of God. Meaning that fear must precede wisdom. We must serve God with simplicity and wholesomeness and faith before we begin to understand Him. That we must precede wisdom with fear. And this is exactly the opposite of what the philosophers do. These analysts, they proceed wisdom um, to fear. Know that it is not according to what they believe. God forbid. Because if so, they will never attain the purpose. Only very, very little bit. Meaning those wise philosophers... And what would those simple people do? Those people who are on lower levels, those people who aren't as great as philosophers. That do not have such a good intellect to engage in this analysis, to know the, the objects which they want to know. And the majority of the world isn't very intelligent, isn't very, it, it, it doesn't have the strength to engage in this deep philosophy. So Rabban was saying there's no way that this can be true because how would those simple people who aren't at the same level as these intelligent quote-unquote philosophers, how will they attain their purpose? But the truth is the essential um, perception of the purpose of everything and the takhlit, the final goal of everything is only through wholesomeness specifically. Meaning the fear of God, and the commandments, meaning and performing the, the commandments with complete simplicity. And this is what is brought down at the end of Kohelet, Ecclesiastes. Ultimately, all things having been, having been considered, what's the sum of all things? Fear God, and keep His commandments. For this is all of man. Meaning, King Shlomo, upon him be peace. He's teaching us, meaning, Shlomo is teaching us that the essential way to attain the purpose of everything, which is Sof Davar, as it brought down the verse, when it says Sof Davar, the end of all things, is only through wholesomeness and simplicity to fear God and to perform and to guard His commandments in simplicity. Ultimately, having all things having been considered, fear God 
and guard his commandments. This is what we call true simplicity and wholesomeness. To fear Hashem, to um, fulfill His commandments, with service, with simplicity, as we said above. And this is why it finishes off in the verse over there, for this is all of man. Meaning what? Because meaning each and every person can fulfill this. Every single person has the ability to accomplish this. Not like the philosophers, which only the intelligent people can attain their purpose, according to their knowledge. And any person can um, um, attain the purpose of everything, attain the final goal of everything, the world to come, through what we just mentioned. Simplicity. Because the essential thing is to fear God, and anyone can do that. Therefore, any person can attain the takhlit, the final goal of everything, because each and every person has the ability for, to fulfill this. And the truth is, it is extremely forbidden. It is a great prohibition to be a philosopher. God forbid, and to study those books of those foreign wisdoms, those books of philosophy. God forbid. Rabban was saying it's forbidden. Only the great, the very great Sadiq, only he can enter into this realm and partake in this aspect of studying philosophy. To study the seven wisdoms. Um, only he can. Because one who engages and enters these wisdoms, God forbid, he can fall uh, over there. Um, and look at uh, lesson 64, Rabbanu speaks about this um, as well. Um, that And all those people who fall there do not return. It's a very um, scary idea. Because there is a stumbling block. There is a stumbling block in each and every wisdom of the seven wisdoms. And that stumbling block symbolizes Amalek. Because through that stumbling block, a person is able to fall. God forbid, because Amalek himself was a philosopher and an analyst, and he completely denied in the essential thing, which is to believe in God. He completely denied God. Chapter 25, he did not fear God. Speaking about Amalek. Meaning that he only engaged and he behaved according to the to the wisdoms, his wisdoms. He has no fear at all. But this tzaddik, when he enters these seven wisdoms, he reinforces himself and he remains steadfast through faith. Faith is what keeps him standing. The tzaddik shall live by his emunah. Because the tzaddik falls seven times and he gets up. Why? Because each and every seven of the seven wisdoms has a stumbling block. So he falls when he encounters the stumbling block, but he stays strong through faith. And each and every time when he goes through each and every wisdom, he stands up. Meaning that this great tzaddik, he goes through these seven wisdoms, and even though over there 
he's able to slip and to fall through that stumbling block, which is the aspect of Amalek. Nonetheless, the tzaddik, he falls seven times, but he gets up through faith. And this is why it says, when it says in the verse, Sheva yipol tzaddik vakam, the tzaddik falls seven times and gets up. Take the last letters of that phrase, Sheva, you have Ayn, Yipol, Lamed, Tzadik, Kuf, Vekam, Mem, Tevot, the last letters of that phrase spells out the word Amalek. Because Amalek is the stumbling block of the seven wisdoms. And that's an awesome Chidush. And Rabbanu continues, That through this Amalek, the stumbling block, a person falls when he enters this wisdom, these philosophies. But the tzaddik falls seven times and remains steadfast and gets up through faith. As we said above. This is said about Moshe Rabbeinu. His hands were faith. When was this said? When Moshe and the Jewish people were fighting against Amalek. In the war against Amalek. Because through faith, Moshe was able to weaken Amalek. Meaning, what is Amalek? Those foreign wisdoms, those philosophies. And this is what it says in the verse, and his hands were faith. What is his hands? Yadav. Meaning, to perform or the commandments which we act upon. That's what you do. You use your hands. Use your hands to act upon the mitzvot. And we know that the mitzvot masyot the commandments that we act upon is the aspect of emunah, faith, ke Moshe Katuv is brought down in Tehilim, kol mitvotecha emunah, all your commandments are faith. Shalideh emunah, mitvot masyot, shehem efech bechinat amalek, yechelisho kanal. Because through faith and mitvot masyot, practical commandments that we act upon God's commandments, which is the opposite of amalek, yechelisho kanal. This is how amalek was subdued. Ve'emunah zetfilan, what is faith? It's prayer. And we've seen this before. Um, in many different lessons, lesson seven, lesson nine of the Kedusha um many different times. Prayer is the aspect of faith. Kemoshet Yagem, as Unkelus brings down on the verse, Vayhi Adav Emuna. What did that mean? What did Unkelus say? Perisan Bistro. His hands were spread out in prayer. So his hands were faith means his hands were spread out in tefillah. So faith is synonymous with prayer. Because prayer changes nature. And it completely nullifies these foreign wisdoms and analysis. And these um, um, these uh, philosophies. Which, which are governed and which go by the laws of nature. Which are reliant upon nature. And this is our essential purpose by us, by the Jewish people. That prayer is encompassed within the oneness of God. Chapter 10. He is your prayer, He is your praise, and He is your God. So what did that mean in the verse? Meaning that prayer and God are one. And this is the truest essential purpose by the Jewish people. To unite prayer and God in one. And these philosophers, these deniers of God, they explain the entire Torah according to their wisdoms and philosophies and their atheistic beliefs. That the entire Torah, even the, the, the commandments that we must act upon that are written in the Torah, they explain it 
everything according to an abstract um, through abstraction and sechel and intellect. They try to bring everything to logic. Not only is this the case with the stories written in the Torah, they say it refers solely to allegory and form. Um, um, that they say it only refer, uh, refers to to these parables and these allegories, etc. Alone, they to, that's what they believe the stories in the Torah are there are meant to uh, are meant to do, to refer to these sorts of parables and uh, um, and it, that um, it's not necessarily real. Meaning, they interpret all these stories according to their intellect. But even the, the, the practical actions we must do to perform the, the, the commandments of God, and those commandments that are written in the Torah, the 613 commandments, they explain it that everything, all these commandments, um, are hinting to their intellect and their wisdoms. They, they believe that everything is has to do with the logic and the understanding behind it all. And they completely deny and they throw out the simplicity behind everything entirely. They don't believe in the actual performance. They just believe it in um, and they just interpret it according to their wisdoms. This is what the Chachamim say in the Midrash Tan Chuma and brought down in Rashi in Parashat Kitetze. That what was Amalek doing when he was fighting against the Jewish people? That basically what he was doing was he was cutting off the the circumcised Brit Milah of ours. He was taking each and every male and he was he was literally cutting off his um, his organ and he was throwing them upwards. This is the real war that was happening. And why were they doing that? Now Rabban was explaining the significance because Milah to circumcise. Uh, oneself to circumcise a kid at eight days old, a man at eight days old, a little boy at eight days old. He mitzvah rishonah is the first mitzvah in the entire Torah, as we see with Avraham Avinu. That God commanded Avraham Avinu because he was the head of all the believers. He is the first believer. And Amalek who represents those people who deny uh, God and who are atheists. Philosophers who confer bechol mitzvot, he denies all the commandments. And he explains everything according to intellect alone, not by action. And this is why over there it says in the Midrash and Rashi that Amalek was, would cut off the um, the circumcised organ of the Jewish people and throw them upwards to the sky. Why? Because he completely denied the commandment of circumcision. And he threw it upwards. Meaning to what? what's upwards? The mind. The highest faculty in a person. This is what he did. He threw that mitzvah, which is supposed to be a simple performance of a mitzvah that we have to do with faith. And he threw it upwards to the mind that he... he put everything and he explains everything according to intellect because he explains everything only upon intellect alone and he denies the performance of the in the performance of the mitzvot happy is the person who doesn't know of these philosophers and these philosophies these books at all and therefore and therefore 
the essential way to subdue Amalek and all those philosophers and atheists and those people who don't believe in God is through Emunah. And they brought down in the verse, his hands were faith. This Torah I did not hear from, hear from his holy mouth himself. And look at the excerpts at the end of Luke the Moran. It brings this idea. It uh, talks about this lesson. Um, so uh, this is a very, very special lesson. A very practical lesson. Because Rabbanu seems to be telling us, not seems, it's pretty um, straightforward, that we shouldn't try to put logic around the mitzvot. Yes, we study the Torah, we engage in the Gemara, we study it. But that's the, the understanding of the Chachamim according to their simple faith. Because they had Emunah, they brought all this, this, this awesome wisdom. But it doesn't fall under the category of foreign wisdom, God forbid. Like Amalek and all those people who deny God, who explain the entire Torah according to logic, according to science, and according to everything that suits them and their beliefs. We have to believe in the Torah even if it makes no sense. Even if the Chachamim say something that seems to be contrary to science, we have to believe them because Be'emet, Be'emet in its deepest form, they are speaking about things which we can't even understand. And we have to have simple emunah, even if it goes contrary to wisdom or to logic. As it brought down in the Sifri, that, um, and Rashi brings this down, that... Um, do not stray from the matter, right or left. Meaning that even if he, the tzaddik, tells you right is left and left is right, you have to believe him. Because we cannot blemish the Torah through our own wisdoms, just like Amalek. And there are many people who like to try to bring people back through science and through proofs. It doesn't work, because that does not build faith. And the entire Torah is founded on faith. You can try to put logic around everything, but be'emet, be'emet. There will always be another way to, to disprove the Torah through logic, etc., etc. The only way why we are still standing today, the Jewish people, is because of emunah levad, only faith alone. And uh, this is what Rabbeinu is telling us. Do not try to explain the mitzvot, why it makes sense logically. That should only be later if you want to reinforce your faith, if you want to strengthen yourself when you see these the, the way Hashem's world works in the most awesome manners and through science, etc. But that is not the foundation of Emunah and that is not the foundation of the Torah. Because even if it were wrong, even if we, it did not make sense logically, we still have to believe in the Torah. So, Be'met, we start with faith and we end with faith. Because we believe that every single person can attain the world to come and the final purpose of everything through simple faith and performance of the mitzvot. And that is the main thing of a Jew. And we should not try to ever blemish that, God forbid, by learning from the goyim, and learning from their logic and their skewed wisdoms that uh, only bring them lower and lower um, away from the true purpose. So, that's it for today. And uh, God willing, we will start with uh, Torah 20 next class.